this, yo, we out of our minds. Break the front of your mouth. All right, uh, Yasser, are you there? I'm here. All right, you want to hear something? I mean, ridiculous was uh, I moved. Sure. I moved all three microphones around, and oh shoot, the song's going again. Hold on. <laughs> oh God, I my, my my I have like a mess of like cords and microphones in front of me right now, and then when I was swapping around placement of mics, I realized all the levels were off, and now I'm starting to get feedback. But we're we're gonna get through this. It's gonna sound professional. If you're out there, you're gonna love it. What's what's cooking, Yassel? I feel like that makes for great content And I'm also learning this is why people don't usually Just run microphones into Like speaker outlets Because you start getting feedback But now we're just draying on On, on this microphone situation Anyways, yes, I, I actually uh, I actually went on a date this week it's gotta Tell be that. that's gotta be the first time in an entire year I think I went on a date. So this is what like happened. Uh, what? Oh my gosh! I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm glad I'm sitting down. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it was two weeks ago Saturday night. I was up at the old LOL. I, I think I did a spot at like the two a.m. show. So my spot might have been close to three in the morning, or maybe it was like the one a.m. show. My spot was at like two in the morning. Anyways, I'm leaving that show. Um, I wasn't drinking at all, but I was just in a good mood. It was a fun show. I get on the subway. I mean, I'm about to get on the subway, and there's this chick. She's sitting there, and she's reading some dumb self-help book I literally just finished reading. So I go, oh, I actually just finished reading that book. We stir up conversation. We're on conversation on the subway, the transferring subway, followed by the transferring bus. That's the disaster it is to get back to Queens late at night, right? (laughs) She's going to Queens also? Yeah, she also uh, she also lives in Astoria. So of course, you know, oh, I'm, holy shit, I, I'm a, I'm a one call close kind of guy. I figure like, hey, sparks are flying. Let's try and close this tonight. So while we're on the, I think while we're on the subway, I was like, hey, when we get back to Astoria, why don't we grab a drink? And she's like, it's late. And by the way, this is how much of an ass I'm being. It was so late, bars aren't even open anymore. Like this was past four a.m. Yeah, like like four fifteen, and you're yeah, exactly. I'm <laughs> I, I'm I'm trying to yeah, pull like, like the are still open. Yeah, no, I'm literally pulling the move of where we get off and we're like, oh, shit, all the bars are closed. I guess we have to go back to my place for a drink. I'm just being a total sleazebag, right? So she's smart enough. She doesn't fall for it. She's like, nah, I got to get home. Then when I'm getting off the bus, I try and pull the move also of, uh, all right, so we're getting off now, right? She doesn't fall for that also. Clever clever person. So we're texting texting back and forth a little bit. The other night, I... Uh, um, I passed a liquor store, and they had. Are you? You're, you're not much of a rye whiskey drinker, are you? I, I could drink that. You do. So, I, like two years ago, I was at a bar and I tried this Angel's Envy rye, and it was the best. It, it, it's the best whiskey I've ever had in my entire life. It's got like a maple syrupy thing to it, and I never saw it since. I've been looking for it, so I'm randomly walking in the city. Um, this is two weeks after I met this chick, and I, I passed like this bottle, and I was like, I've been looking for that thing for two years. I'm buying it. Turns out the bottle was like a hundred bucks. I don't have a hundred bucks a bottle for for whiskey kind of money. 
But I, I've been looking for this bottle for two years. I was like, yeah, we'll save it for a good occasion. And then once I buy it, I'm, I'm drinking in the street. There's there's no waiting for this bottle. That's not going to happen. <laughs> I make it about I make it about four blocks, and I'm like, I can wait till I get home. I can pour it into a, into a glass with some ice. But then I start having that moment where I'm like, I, I wonder if this is even that good. I was like, I should at least open and try it. Anyway, so I'm, I'm, I, I take a sip of it in the street. Then once I take a sip in the street, I get back to my apartment. I'm like, all right, it's a drinking night. I'm drinking. And then I hit up this... And then, and then I hit up this chick to hang out. Now, you didn't do much dating because you basically met your chick, and then like that was who you settled down with, right? Well... There was a lot of dating, like actually going on dates, but oh, you're saying like multiple? Right, I'm saying aside from girls, aside from her, oh, who yeah, you kind yeah, of hit yeah, it yeah. off with. No, not a lot of dating, exactly. Okay, so my theory on dating, and this took me a little, uh, and. I mean, I only go on about one day a year, so I have a, one date a year, so I have a lot of time in between to really analyze this. But my theory uh-huh. is, you, what you want to do is, you want to just go on a date that's something that you want to do. So if it's a disaster, you don't feel like you're not like resentful if you don't get laid, or like you, you don't really care if it doesn't go well. So like for example, if okay. you like if you like shooting pool, you just hit up a chick like, hey, you want to go shoot some pool? And then it's like if it, if it turns out to be the worst thing in the world, you were doing exactly what you wanted to do anyways. It's no harm, no foul. So. There's been this like beer garden that I wanted to check out in a story for a while. So I hit her up. I was like, hey, I want to go sit outside. It's a nice, uh, nice night out. You want to join me for a drink? Lady joins me for a drink. So far. I mean, not, nothing too much to this story, right? Uh-huh. Okay. So first thing. So pretty, what? pretty uh, impressive. What do you mean? Just said like that you met this girl um, randomly at the subway and then led into two weeks later you actually going out with her. Oh, I guess so. Okay, that's fair. So, um... Like, even, even just the starting out point of just getting her to agree to go to a beer garden with you is, is very impressive, Robbie. I think that's just because you never dated. I think to a normal human being that there's not all that much to it, but who knows. So, first... Okay. First thing, I mean, I hadn't been on a date for a while, but I got, I, like, um, I have advice. Well, I don't, you're, you're talking as, like, an experienced dater, but you just said that you go on one date a year. Well, that's that's what the Run Your Mouth podcast is all about, sounding like an expert on complete bullshit. That's the entire, okay. <laughs> that's I'm what glad, this is. But, I'm glad that, that you're agreeing to that because, yeah. Yeah, okay. no, that's, that, if you haven't yeah, picked so up. we're good, we're good. We're if, good here. If you haven't picked up on that's what this show is, this is not the show for you. I encourage <laughs> you to stop listening right away. So I have I have piece of advice for anyone who's out on a date, and that's like um don't just don't be self conscious because it's it, it not only is it unattractive, but it kind of ruins things. So I'm sitting down with mm-hmm. this chick, she's okay looking. If she was great looking, she wouldn't be on a date with me. She's okay looking. I understand that. We're sitting down, we're drinking, and I'm trying to pretend like she's better looking than she is. I'm drinking so that I can try and get more into it. You understand what I'm saying? Like, she's not that attractive, but I'm trying to pretend like she's really attractive because that's what I can go on a date with. And then she starts talking okay. about, like, um, how, you know, she, she can't hit the date as, uh, she can't hit, like, the gym as much as she was when she was California. She was really cut. She knows she's put on some weight. And I'm like, can you work with me here? I'm trying as best as I can to pretend like you're attractive and you're not making this any easier. It's like <laughs> I'm doing my part and you're ruining it for me. Now I got to order more drinks. Like, can just play along. We're, we're all playing a game here. If you were prettier, we wouldn't be out. So, like, let's just all keep that to ourselves. Does that make sense? I, I feel like that should be a good rule. 
It's just, it's like, play along, be cool. So anyways, we, we go out. Um, I mean, I wasn't, I was kind of bored with her, but making conversation for the hour, I'm keeping her laughing. Finally, I've had enough of sitting there. So I was like, all right, let's, uh, let's get out of here. I don't, I don't know what, what was that? You're like, okay, we've done this for 45 minutes. Let's do onward. Exactly. Either this is over or I, I just need to get the fuck out of here or we're going to go do something else. Exactly, you nailed it. I'm good for any one location for about 45 minutes, and that's it. We gotta, we gotta move locations, new scenery. So we we get up to leave, and um, like I assume we're gonna hit up another bar or something, and we just start walking back to her place. And now, in my experience, like usually you can kind of tell if there's like a vibe going. Tonight was not one of those nights. But what I've learned is you just kind of see it through. You never know. Like, don't don't know yourself. Sometimes, like, you, you don't think it's going anywhere, and then they invite you in, and, like, it turns out to be amazing. Other times you thought it was going to be unbelievable, and, like, they just, you, you get shut down. So I just kind of, like, right. just go with the flow. Like, all right. Like, I, uh-huh. I just, I'm just walking with her back to her place. I'm not saying anything. We're just making conversation. And I'm like, I... How do you know that you're walking back to her place? Um... Because she just started walking, and I assumed she was headed, like, I mean, it was an accurate tell that she was walking back to her place. I'm just following her. So long story short, I feel like uh, I'm, uh, you know, getting getting our our listeners a little too excited here. We get back to her place. She goes upstairs. I don't join her. Of course, I try and make a move. And she goes, um, she goes, listen, like, I'm not really, uh, I'm not really trying to date right now. Which already off the bat, that's fucking weird. Like, who, who, who thought we were dating here? Like, what, what are you talking about, right? And then she, st- and then not only does she goes, uh, she goes. No, I'm like, all right, cool. I'll catch you later. And she goes, no, 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 let me give you a reason. I'm like, no, no, you don't need a reason. That's cool. You said no, it's fine. I'll catch you later. And she goes, well, I want to give you a reason. I was like, no, I don't want to hear it. I'll see you later. Bye. So I, I got my skateboard. I skate away, which might have looked kind of cool. You got your skateboard? Yeah, fuck yeah, I had my skateboard with me. If you're gonna be out. <laughs> If you're, gonna, if you're gonna be out drinking in Astoria and might be striking out, you at least want to look cool so you can skateboard down the street with a helmet, you know. <laughs> so, anyways, she, I, I get home and she texts me like, "Oh, sorry if I was awkward. I hope we can still be friends or so, something ridiculous." And it's like, what planet do these people live on? Where she think like, what is friendship to these people? Like, we're not friends. And what planet do you live on where you think this was friendship? Maybe she wanted to join you as a friend. I don't know. I'm will- yeah. I'm willing to hear like yeah. I, I I don't even like what suggested to her that I wanted to hang out and hope that we would become best friends or what do, what is friendship to her that she thinks that having a single like I don't know to me she's the weirdo. No, I, I you know especially at this point in life like. You're, you're, I think you probably made it pretty clear that it's not like you were looking for for friends to add into your life. Right. All right. I think so, you're pretty blunt in, in that. That's true. And even just in general, like, that's such a, if you're, you know, going on a date, like, that's kind of what, what it is. Not, it's also not, uh, it's also to me expand your network of friends. Yeah, exactly. It's also weird to me for her. It's like 
just reject me and be done with it. Like, wh- why do you want to be fr- like, that's weird too. Like, wh- what about, what wh- what about me was so exciting that you're like, oh, that's a person I'd like to hang out with some more, but it's not someone I want to date or fool around with. That's also just weird to me. Uh, all right. We're all on the same page. Here. I'm that's, sorry, Robbie. What do, what do you mean? I could care less. I struck out. I'll, I'll go on another date next year. It'll be great. Don't you worry about me, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> enough, uh, enough Rob Bernstein nonsense news. I'm ready to get into the real what? news. Unless there's some sprinkler talk. Or... The reason would be your skateboard. What do you be like? No, no, I want to tell you the reason. It's your skateboard. Oh, and then I could have improved on myself. I actually cut her off from doing me a real favor. Yeah, maybe she, maybe she had some like really like you know that maybe you could have like two dates in the next year. That that like, is really improve yourself. That right there is a wonderful insight. I blew the opportunity to get a tip for self improvement. Like that might she might have said, "Hey, listen, I actually think." You're really attractive. You're a lot of fun. And if you just wore a hat tonight so I didn't have to see how bald you were, we would be fucking right now. And then I would have left and gone, I'm never going on another date without a hat. And then I could get laid all the time. And I refuse to take that tip. Unbelievable. Yeah, so this is why we have these conversations. These are the things I wouldn't have thought of. (laughs) And also, like, at the end of the day, like, you you said said at the beginning, like, you, you also weren't having, like, the best time either nah not by right? a long like, shot no but not to the point that you, you still wouldn't have you know continued it on and if she let you up no my i'll, I'll put my penis anywhere are you kidding me the fact yeah. that someone was boring in a go. bar for an hour i'm gonna go you know what I'm, I'm not coming over to your apartment anymore you're gonna have to be a lot more interesting <laughs> if we're gonna sit down and make conversation that's not <laughs> That's not my approach to this at all. (laughs) No, if I were to take that approach, I would have never have been up to anyone's apartment ever. So that's a losing proposition. Okay, let's get into the news. So the first thing before we talk American politics, there was a whole shenanigans out in the UK. Did you see that? What shenanigans? I barely followed it either. Essentially, um, uh, the the leader, whatever her name is, I don't know, Theresa May. Theresa May. Yeah, are you sure it's not pronounced Theresa? I wasn't sure. That lose you there, Teresa. Ter- no, Teresa. I was kidding. It's clearly not Theresa. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> okay. So, Theresa May, uh, she tried to like, uh, I guess, strengthen her coalition. So she calls for a revote, and she ends up weakening her coalition. She gets less votes. She ends up with a bit of a problem. So I just, I, I didn't really follow it, but I saw this one headline, which I just thought was so funny to me. Theresa May to ask Queen permission to form government despite losing majority. And I read that highlight and I, you know, I was thinking people complain that we don't have a democracy here until you see another country asking a queen for permission to rule the country. Like that, that it seems like such a dated, I mean, I don't know how their political system works that if there's some sort of a stalemate, the queen gets to decide, but that seems like complete and total nonsense. Um, and was it a was it a phone call? Was it a le- like did she have to have a handwritten letter? Oh, I hope like an email or like a, a text. You mean like they actually or send a carrier? Like, do you who... think she just like texted her like, "What's up, Queen? I just <laughs> want to run something by you." I like the thought of it being a carrier showing up and unrolling like a scroll with like a "Hear yeah, ye, like, hear exactly, ye!" But... Like a, with a nice like 
stamp or something or whatever. Or at least, at least she should have to show up and try and plea her case, kind of thing. Where you know she has to show up for tea with the queen and really impress her. Maybe like have a gesture and bring some fancy gift, some like real old yeah. school shit. Um, okay, so now moving on, I, I had this thought about all the nonsense that's going on with Trump. Um, so the most recent thing that was Pete uh, Preet Bahara. Um, have you ever heard of that guy? I, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Baharara, because there's two R's and A's. Have yeah. you ever seen that guy? I've heard his name in in the news. Okay, so, yeah. So he's the old attorney general, and he. Um, I'm just gonna read one paragraph. So um, this was from a C- CBS News. Preet Bahara says Trump attempted to st- attempted to establish relationship before firing him. So here's just a paragraph. It's very weird and peculiar thing for a one-on-one conversation without the attorney general, without warning between the president and me or any United States attorney who has been asked to investigate various things. And it is a position hypothetically to investigate business interests and associates of the president, blah, 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 blah. Comey had the same complaint where Comey was like, this is really weird that I'm sitting down alone for dinner with Donald Trump. I'm thinking to me, Donald Trump, he's just a sales guy. That's just like a sales guy thing where you're like, just call him up. I'll just talk to the guy on the phone. You know what I mean? Like all these politicians are used to all these channels and emails and this, that, or the other thing, or like a very specific and Trump, this is the business thing where you're like, fuck it. I'll just call the guy up. Let's just see if we can get this done. And these politicians, uh-huh. I, 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 it just doesn't work in the political world. People are freaking out about it, but I, I, I feel like that's the miscommunication here as a business guy just being like, let me just fucking talk to the guy, see where he's at, see if we can figure this out. Yeah, just- that's, that's all these, like, yeah, where it's like, all right, just put him down for a four o'clock meeting, you know, like, get him in here and we'll, we'll be a half hour, we'll talk, you know. Exactly. Let's just see if we can figure this out, see if we're on the same team here or not. Now, yeah. w- what's crazy to me is, so you got all this talk about um, the, the Russia collusions and trying to cover up for Russia and whether or not this guy's talking to this guy and he's firing this guy to cover his ass, blah, 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 blah. So while all that's going on, they're about to replace um, uh, Janet Yellen as the head of the Fed. And the reason why Donald Trump wants to replace Janet Yellen, it's very obvious, by the way. Donald Trump wants low interest rates because low interest rates means that we continue to have growth in the economy. The Fed wants to protect against either they just want to, you know, they they don't want the economy uh, to continue to grow to make Trump look bad or they're concerned with inflation. So they want to slow down the growth in the economy. They want to raise interest rates. Are you with me so far? They want to kind of normalize. Well, they want to normalize it, which will slow growth, but also prevent against inflation. So Donald Trump doesn't want that to happen. So at one point he met with Janet Yellen, I guess, to kind of feel her out and see if she would continue to keep interest rates low. Did they meet? What? Yeah, they did. From what I read, it seems to me like they had met at one point in time. And and I think he even said like, hey, she's a nice lady. But now it looks like he's going to replace them. And the person who's looking for the replacement is a Goldman veteran um, who might actually end up taking the job. To me, that's so much worse than the rush, I think. Like, this is the same thing where, you know, it's not like really an independent branch of government because he has the power to replace the person for them not to have a job. So if Janet Yellen had sat down with Trump and said, listen, I'm willing to play ball, I'll make sure that interest rates remain low, she'd still have a job. Whereas she didn't quite say that, so now it looks like she's going to get replaced. To me, I mean, this is more flagrant than any of the Russia talk. Yeah, that's, that's not normal, I guess, procedures. No, I think I, I think it is pretty normal that the the, the executive branch has kind of had their 
uh, fingers in what the Federal Reserve is doing. I, I don't think like the Federal Reserve, Bernanke or Yellen were completely independent from Obama or pressures from Obama to try and revamp the economy or bail out Wall Street or any of that stuff. Uh, but I do think that this kind of flagrantly shows how the two are colluding together, which to me is corruption. Right. Okay, let's move on. Yeah. Let's move on to Sessions' testimony. Did you check that thing out at all? Oh, yeah. I couldn't remember a fucking thing. Item wise. That's what he had for breakfast and just. Wait, did they. Did uh, they sorry. Did they actually ask him what he had for breakfast? I, I don't think so, but that wouldn't put it past those congressmen. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> you mean just because they're covering so much ground? What do you think Jeff Session eats for breakfast? I see him as like a, I see him as like a bran flakes of bananas, banana guy, or just a plain oatmeal. He, he strikes me like it's something real simple. Yeah, like no no salt in his oatmeal. No, definitely not. Firstly, Jeff Sessions like dry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He strikes me, he is cartoonishly evil. When you watch a movie with the evil senator, he is that guy. And what, what's evil about him is just uh, that he's looking to enforce drug laws. What was that? His ears. His ears are what make he him look evil? No, he ha- he's exactly who his character is. He's the strict justice Republican guy who wants to prosecute people for drug laws and seems to be in bed right. with the private prison industry. So... I, but so, but he he's so true to his character. It's like if you, you I guess that's who they based like in movies when you see the ultra right wing hard justice senator with the thick like they are doing Jeff Sessions. He is that guy. Um, yeah, exactly. All right, so I want to play a quick clip from uh, the hearing, uh, and all of a sudden we're getting that feedback again. But I'm going to play. It. You let me know if you can hear it. Basic. Uh- parameters of testimony I frankly have not discussed documentary uh, disclosure rules will you make a commitment so up front I think his strategy going into this was to be so technical and boring they might just give up like people would just fall asleep and be like all right I've had enough of this bullshit but then this lady uh-huh. a- asked him a question which is uh, here I'll play it will you make a commitment to this committee that you will share any written correspondence be they your calendars records notes emails or anything i just love the a co- commitment to our committee <laughs> and then yeah. what goes on through this entire um briefing is it, it it just kind of feels like uh you know the snake that's eating its own tail because they're basically talking to the head lawyer in the country so he's the head person in terms of interpreting the law and he's telling them right. as the head interpreter of the law i don't think i can talk on behalf of trump and then they're sitting up there going, no, no, you have to speak to us on behalf of Trump. And it's almost just like when you get two branches of government going at each other and it's all fictional legal bullshit rules. So well, what the hell is going to come out of that? <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it, it was a farce. Yeah. Like, nothing, nothing, <laughs> nothing came out of that, really. No, cause the because the whole... Of- just because of, as, as you said, like, the, like, just, you know, <laughs> arguing over my news, not even arguing, but, like, you know, like, having that, you know. Well, there's something funny. It's like almost if the senators were sitting up there and they go, um, well, who would be the person that could tell us whether or not, by law, you were required to answer that question? Is there a person who's appointed to that post? Oh, it's you sitting right there, and that's what you're telling me. Okay, I guess that's the law. You know what I mean? Like, you can't really, 
you can't both be the government and saying, okay, we have people in these roles and they're like the supreme authority and then kind of go, well, I mean, I guess that's what the checks and balance system is supposed to be, but it also just kind of shows the whole flaw of, hey, these people are the experts and these people are really moral and they represent government and... You know what I mean? Like you kind of can't have both those things running at the same time. I don't know that I articulated that so well. Um, but here was another line from Jeff Sessions that I thought was particularly ridiculous. So I want to play it. That has been reduced at any point in time in writing will, uh, to this committee where legally um, you actually have an obligation to do so. I'll commit to reviewing the uh, rules of the department and as uh, and when uh, that issue. That's the wrong line. The line I wanted to bring up was when they were asking him about contact with the Russians, and he goes, I don't recall. And I'm hearing that, and I'm just thinking, how much conversation were you having with the Russians that you can't recall if you had a conversation with them? Right. Like, like you, you, are you speaking to them that often? Like, usually you can't recall things because they're happening so frequently. That or you're just too senile to really be working. Uh, that response just struck me as lunacy. That's all I had on that. Do you have anything else you wanted to add in? No, I, I think that's the, like, front of the matter. Like, there were so many, like, pretty simple things that he said, like, oh, I don't remember. It's like, no, clearly you were doing that shit. Like, <laughs> like by saying that, like, also, like, they said, there was, like, one person, one one of the Russian leaders or whatever, like, they asked, like, oh, like, do you remember even just, like, talking with him or meeting with him? Like, oh, I don't recall, like... If it's, it's all happened within like less than a year ago, you know, like, like it's, it's, it's a yes or no question. Right. This isn't something that happened four years ago that you shouldn't be able to remember it. Or even like explain to me like in detail, you know, like some like asinine thing. Like, no, this is, these are, whatever, simple yes or, yes or no that he is just clearly are yeses. I don't know. That's Dodging it. I think All right. Now I want to move on to the uh, shooting incident at the uh, baseball game. So first and foremost, uh, okay. yeah. I'm, I'm just throwing it out there. The shooter guy looks like a young Buddy Hackett. That's it. I just feel like people should know that. I don't even know who Buddy Hackett is. But oh, that's a shame. I thought he, I thought he looked like Walter from uh, The Big Lebowski. Oh, that's not bad. Wait, I got to look up a picture of him now, but that's not bad. He definitely dressed like Walter with the vest and stuff. Yeah, and the, the glass. He just... Yeah, he was... Who's Buddy Hackett? Buddy, Buddy Hackett's an old... Hackett, no? He's an old-time comedian. Um, Pretty famous comic at that. Uh, he was like big in the Carson years, oh. but yeah, yeah, he does dress was like that, Walter. Was that, was that? uh, no, that's not Buddy from uh, Dick Van Dyke, right? Mm, I don't know. Could I don't be. know. All right, let's let's not stray down too uh, too far down this Buddy Hackett rabbit hole. Um, so do you remember when the whole PizzaGate thing was going on? They were going nuts about fake news. That looks at, look at what fake news it provokes. Fake news was going on, I guess, that there was this whole scandal of children being molested, and then some guy showed up, and he shot up the pizza parlor, and they were saying, well, that's the horror of fake news, is that people think that this stuff is real and that they have to take action, and I thought that same analysis could kind of be applied to this shooting incident, where if you're getting on the media every day and you're saying, hey, the Republicans are trying to kill you by stripping away your health care, or... Trump is undermining our entire country, and these Republican senators are not doing enough to protect your freedom. So to me, you're kind of inciting the same thing. I don't know if 
clarify if I'm on board with that. What I'm saying is, if you have an argument that fake news incited the Pizzagate thing, I think you could say just as much mainstream media going a little bit too dramatic about how terrible Trump is and the Russia collusion and that senators are trying to kill you by stripping your health care. I can understand why people who watch the news are starting to get really feared, take that shit literally and go, I better start taking some action. And so, listen, this individual should not be shooting up senators. I'm not a fan of violence. It might even be even more harmful because like... They really should be treating it as like, okay, like not such a big deal, but they're treating it as like a huge fucking deal. And by over dramatizing it, it's it's leading to worse things than just stupid news stories. Exactly. I think that if okay. you're sitting at home and you're taking the news literally, this guy's response is not completely. It, it, it's not lunacy. They're not off the hook. Yeah. Yeah, it's not lunacy yeah, to sit that. at home, watch the news every day, be told that the Republicans are ruining your life, that they don't represent freedom, and to go, I better go fucking do something about this. So, uh, to me, the media does have some culpability here that if they maybe were less dramatic and reported facts, shit like this wouldn't happen. Um, not, and I'm not saying that the media is at fault or that this guy should shoot senators, but... Anyways, now I'm going to say something a little bit more crazy about this. Um, now, oh boy. once again, we're a fun-loving bunch over here. Uh, I'd like to live in a utopia where we all wear robes, get fatter, we're nice to each other, and occasionally get our dick sucked. You know, that's what I'm looking okay. to achieve in getting on this podcast once a week and talking complete nonsense. So, I, I'm not looking for violence. I don't think that gets us anywhere. But what I took from this incident is that terrorists are really pieces of shit that they're going out there and they're targeting civilians. Like, you look at this incident and it's really... Like, if you have an issue with what the United States government's doing, it's pretty easy to go attack those people. Why the fuck are you attacking the Twin Towers? Or why the fuck are you taking down planes? Look how easy it is to go get the people who you think are actually responsible. I get that that's a little out there. But but that's... I don't think that's what what the goals of the people attacking the Twin Towers are. It's not like, I don't think they have any care about like, oh, let's hunt down this, you know, XYZ, this congressman or this senator. Like, they don't well, then, about that. But they th- wanna, then to me, they're kind of dumb because I think like, uh, I think what, I, well, yeah, no, but I think where terrorism is actually effective is that you start evaluating blowback theory. You go, oh, there's a cost to us going into these countries and fucking around with people, and that's that they're going to come here and murder our civilians. Now, if you transfer that to senators being afraid of, oh, I'm actually going to get start getting targeted by these people and no longer feel safe because they'll come kill me. Um, yeah, I, you could probably put some fear in some people that they, you know, stop trying to create um, foreign policies that are invading your country, go to the source. Yeah, that's my take. Not that uh, not that I'm really trying to rally up any terrorists. I was just saying this incident, because I, I almost thought before this incident like that these people were untouchable, and then I saw this incident, and you're like, oh, you can, they're actually pretty easy to target. Why aren't you people targeting them? I don't know. All right, moving on. That's a... Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to say that's our most no no- our, our most noble or profound point. Once again, I'm not saying go target senators. I don't think that's a, a good way to elicit change, nor do I think that they are deserving of that. 
But if you're a terrorist out there and you're listening to our podcast and you're thinking about killing civilians, I would get you to rethink that and think about maybe targeting more high-profile people. And I think I, I'll stand yeah, by because, that. Because we're civilians. We don't want them to attack us. Right, exactly. And I'll never work in government office, so I don't have to be afraid of that in any way. Yeah. <laughs> those, those people aren't me. That's a different group of people. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I, I'm glad we hashed out that idea. All right. Last thing in the evening is, do you remember the whole Flint water uh, crisis, all that, all that stuff that was going on? Say that again? The, it, all the, the water thing that was going on in Flint, Michigan, people were getting poisoned, there was yeah, yeah, yellow yeah. water. Okay, so... That actually, that actually happened to me a couple nights ago. The, uh, the um, water in my sinks and my, uh, my bathtub and, and shower were coming out like orangey, yellow. That happens every once in a while for big, the first couple big seconds. Big tragedy, big tragedy up in Flightland. Yeah, did you investigate it? What was it? Um, it just by the next day it was it was all better. Oh, and you didn't think twice about <laughs> what it might have been. It doesn't need to be flushed out or whatever. Yeah, for a long time we run a little bit. For a long time, I didn't drink tap water for that reason. That people always talked about how New York City tap water is the highest quality. And I got no questions about the quality of the water, but I do question the pipes on the random buildings I've lived in in Washington Heights that I just can't imagine that 100-year-old pipes are that well-maintained that the water's that safe. But over the years, um, you know, I'm losing my hair anyways. When am I really going to care about tap water? It's like yeah. <laughs> the number one thing you're trying to prevent is already happening. I'll just, I'll just drink the water. So five officials were actually charged in the Flint, Michigan water case for manslaughter, which I think is great. That That's like, Oh wow. That's some real justice. I mean, I wish they would. That's a serious, uh, yeah, yeah. possible 15 years in jail. Um, and to me, that's a real victory for freedom. They went after the government and said, you guys, not only did you not do your job, you really turned your backs on the people. In my opinion, the governor should have just been hung on the spot, but I think I'm advocating for a little too much violence towards government in this episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but in, in, in the Flint, Michigan case, I mean, it's pretty terrible what happened. They were literally poisoning people and saying, nah, you're fine. Come on, we're the government. We look out for you. We're telling you it's fine. Quit being crazy. And people are pouring yellow water out of their sinks and people have permanent lead poisoning. Um, but yeah. I was thinking government, what, the people that always end up working in government are the ones who are saying, hey, I'm the most qualified for the job. No one's better than me. And what they really need is more fuck ups like me. Because if I was in Flint, Michigan, and I mixed up the water supplies and it started coming out wrong, I'd be like, yeah, I fucked up. I got no problem. You know what I mean? Like, you need people. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, I probably did something wrong. And <laughs> yeah, you need, you know, you need people like me who are a little more humble. who will just get on TV and own up to it. Go, yeah, sorry, guys, I fucked up. You probably shouldn't have trusted people like me to get this done. Maybe there's a company can come around and take care of it for you. That's what you need in government, not these cocky bastards who, you know, will poison you and pretend like everything's fine. Um, all right, yes, that that's really uh, that's all I prepared this week. I really wanted to be able to ham, hammer home my points about violence towards government. Yeah, you really, <laughs> that, you really set the tone there. You made it like a focal point that yeah. should just usually that everyone should just go out and. Yeah, usually we have a much longer episode, but in this one, I wanted to be able to focus on that call to action. I didn't want people to think what we stand for. Once again, uh, aiming for humor here, and I, I don't, I, I don't call for violence. Um, but maybe this will make it to the ears of a terrorist, and they can rethink their strategies. Yeah. 
All right. Anything else you want well, to add? One terrorist at a time. <laughs> uh, anything else to add, buddy? Nah. I'm All, good. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop the episode here, but I'm gonna keep you on the phone. So hold on one second. All right, later, listeners. Anything you want to plug before I uh, stop our recording? Yussel's robes. Maybe we should get that going. A, a Yussel robe. We don't have enough fans for merch yet, but we'll, we'll get there. All right, later, dudes.